0: that one belief eliminated from your brain could change the course of your reality. Would you want that? It's not for everyone, only the brave. Those who want to own their life like the powerful leaders they were born to be. A pivotal moment can change everything. Now, here's the host of Crossroads
1: to Awakening show, Wendy Paquette. Well, hello, hello everyone, and welcome to the Crossroads to Awakening show. I'm your host, Wendy Pocket. I am a holographic mind reprogrammer. So I help humans that are stuck at a crossroads awaken to their true selves and change the world from where they stand. Because I believe as a high frequency, how you see your life is a direct reflection of the programs that are etched into your brain and those programs can easily be shifted. When you see your truth for what is it, what it is. So if you want to access that possibility, you can find me on Facebook at the at symbol crossroads to awakening show and send send me a private message. Let's just get this party started. So today's episode is really, really fun. It's modern day time travel. This is the crux of all the things that I teach. It is an aspect of how you can change your reality. And it is a possibility for anyone who chooses it it truly is so we can look at all different aspects of this today because what we're going to lean into is like there's a bit of a scientific aspect excuse me there's there's a belief aspect and a program aspect and why would you even really want to do that right what would even cause you to be um, curious about time travel there must be a reason it's not just for visiting right if you want to practice or look at time travel from a different perspective you can always watch a movie there are many of those so today we're going to lean into how you can use modern day time travel to change the circumstances in your reality to the things that you truly like to experience because all those things are possible we weren't put on this planet to live shitty lives to be miserable, to be uncomfortable, to choose the things that we didn't want to choose just because we think we have to. That's absolutely a fallacy and also a program that we have all bought in order to function in this reality where some seem to have um, you know, the magical golden pathway and some don't. And that is the part that can be shifted. Instead of seeing it that way, how else can we see it? So that those possibilities or Your possibilities can be seen by you. So I want to lean into that statement just for two seconds. How many times have you been looking for something and wasn't able to, I mean, physical thing, let's talk physical thing. So I'll use myself as an example. How many times have you been looking for something physical and not been able to find it? And it was right in front of your face the whole time, right? How many times? So you're looking around, I'll give my example. First thing this morning, I have yet to... Um manage the insides of my body to be really happy going through this, I'd call it maybe a perimenopausal state. I guess being 50, it creates that for you. And what I've discovered is your body creates different things and it functions differently, and it requires different things to um, make up for the changes that are occurring. And so, at the beginning of last week, I actually uh, put myself on a fairly interesting choice of foods and drinks. So I'm doing um, 16 ounces of celery juice in the morning. And then after that, uh, either before or after that, it'll be 16 to 32 ounces of lemon water. Then after that, I'm really like I eat clean as clean as I can. Well, what I got to do was shift out of drinking the five cups of coffee I would drink, after, yeah, medical medium exactly, Jen. Um, the five cups of coffee that I would drink. Or getting up in the morning, and I would drink a glass of water, hydrating my body, and then immediately drink a cup of coffee. Which who knows what were you know what would be created from that? For me, it was a habit that I created for my body. But the other piece was I didn't realize how fatiguing it is for your adrenal system. So of course I've gone a week without coffee, which is fabulous. And it took me probably a few days to detox from it. I slept a whole lot. And this morning I'm like, you know, I'd really actually, it was this afternoon. I'd really love like a nice, good cup of coffee. And I, you know, I cleaned out the coffee maker, I cleaned out the French press, I got some really good organic Italian coffee, I put it in the French press. Oh, actually, let me back up the whole point of this. I'm looking for the coffee. Right? I'm looking for the coffee itself. I like to keep my things in these cute little glass jars, right with lids. And so, of course, this morning, I'm looking for my coffee. Now, my whole counter looks different because I'm juicing the celery every morning. So I'm looking around. I saw it last night. I saw my little thing of coffee last night, and I'm looking everywhere. And I'm like, I know for certain I saw this coffee last night when I was cleaning the counters before I went to bed. So I'm looking everywhere. I, I, I double look. I kind of turn. I do a turn. I look at the other side of the kitchen where there's no way it would be. And then I turned back again, just to see if I've missed it. And my husband happened to be in the room and I asked him, I'm like, do you see the coffee somewhere? Cause somehow I am missing it. Like it is so not here. And he pointed right in front of me, the coffee right there. He says, isn't, isn't that coffee? He says, I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I, 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 I moved everything around, even on that counter, right? I'm standing right in front of it. I moved everything around. I looked through and behind everything. I was everywhere with looking for that coffee. Now, that to me is a very real experience of when you move or shift something out of your reality, how it could not show up, right? I haven't been staring at coffee all week. I really have been, I bumped into it a little bit. But it wasn't something that I'm used to, you know, like not seeing. I had coffee five times a day, five times before 2 p.m. I would drink at least five coffees, small ones, but still. So, you know, I would you, know, you want to say, oh, I, I didn't have my reading glasses on as though I needed reading glasses to see the coffee or you want to blame it on something. And I just looked at that one. Wow. I looked, I swear I looked right at that, but what caused me to not see it, right? So I know this, this episode is about modern day time travel, but wh- how many things are we looking at or seeing in our reality and we're missing the things that we have eliminated or maybe we just let, let drop off that we haven't been focusing on, right? So it only was like a week, not even a week. It was only five days to be honest, five days, no coffee, and already I can't see it. Or is it, I can't see it, or I don't want to see it, or my body doesn't want to see it, or it's not in my, you know, whatever the case may be, I did not see that coffee. And literally it was within like, I don't know, eight inches or 12 inches of my hand. (laughs) So when you're looking at your reality, where is it in your world that you may be missing? the one thing you're looking for and it is literally right in front of you right that's one crazy thing just one crazy way that you can know that you as a human are seeing through eyes that are choosing or maybe there's a prioritization of sight right if there's a prioritization of sight then of course, coffee is not going to be in my prioritization because there's a million other things that are going on in my world that are far more important than coffee. Especially when I learned that coffee, you know, really sucks the life out of your adrenals. So that I had a good giggle on it because that, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. And on the other side, it does, because there are many scientific aspects to that possibility. I mean, we're talking about time travel. Now, that doesn't have anything to do with time travel or maybe it does. I mean, I don't really know. But what I what I'm certain of is when I'm looking for something and I'm not aligned to it, I'm not going to see it. Right? I'm just not going to see it. It's just not going to be there. Now, here's the even more hysterical part of that. I did make myself a beautiful fresh coffee. I did. I don't do sugar, so I didn't add sugar. I added a little bit of organic Uh, coffee creamer and I only made half cup and so I get I get it I bring it to my face I take a drink and I'm like ew (laughs) like I've been drinking coffee for decades and it was horrible now this is organic high like organic Italian blend coffee espresso which is amazing and I've had it many times before and I can't even scrape the taste off of my my tongue. It tastes so horrible. And all it took was one sip. What does that tell you about how we create our lives? Right? All from a mere cup of coffee, right? I was determined to find it. Determined to have a cup because I thought that I really wanted one, right? Now, if you remember why I chose not to, I'm doing this celery juice protocol or whatever the Uh, case maybe is in order to shift my physical being and detox. And it's not in alignment. Coffee is not in alignment for me right now, but because my brain said it wanted it and I agreed with the brain, right? Did I ask whether it was in alignment with it? No. I just decided I was going to have one, right? I was just determined. So I was determined to have a cup of coffee. Now I can't find it. Now, I'm even more determined because I can't find it. Now, I'm hell bent for leather. I'm finding it now. When I do find it, well, of course, I've got to make one, and because I've got to make one, of course, I've got to drink one. And it one thing led to another. And I was, I look now at the amount of time I'm doing air quotes with that that I wasted with that coffee to have one sip and realize it tastes like cardboard and I can't scrape the taste off my mouth, it's so bad to know that. There are things that I have in my brain, or that I'm receiving from a habit that I created, that rule my thought process, right? And so I'm looking at something as simple as coffee. When I talk about time travel, how far down the scale do you think that is for anyone in order to change the things that are occurring in their reality? Because it doesn't take time travel. In this moment, in order for me to go back and go, yeah, that's a shitty idea to drink that coffee. It was just bad all the way around. But what I get to know is that there was a moment in time where I shifted my trajectory. I shifted my timeline. When I committed to shifting the way my body responds, I shifted the way my habits used to run my day. Because it no longer can look the same. And coffee seems to be a very large catalyst for that. So there's a a mega amount of ways. That's a very strange way to say that. There are a lot of ways in your morning routine that those things are not serving you, right? Coffee would just happen to be one of them. For all I know, coffee was the thing that actually set me on a different trajectory with my body anyway for the health of it or the lack of health, right? Cause you go through some weird stuff and having that realization to like that call to, you know, juice celery every morning instead um, allowed me to know that I could choose something different. It was a powerful choice. I literally did not want to give my coffee up. I just didn't. It, there was nothing in my beingness really that really wanted to that habit was so strong. And then I gave myself permission to like slowly wean myself off of it, whatever convinces me <laughs> or enrolls me into shifting that, that way of thinking. And that's what I did. And what happened was, I think, um, the first day I had a couple sips of coffee and I just went, Oh, what's the point. And then after that, I had a major coffee detox where I was tired. I was a bit cranky. And I also, um, had a bit of a headache. So I got through that and it took some days, like it's only been five days, but I'll tell you today was the first day I actually felt good. And what habit did I think that I could lean back into was coffee. So that's when I think about how small that is in the, in the big scheme of things about what I really want. Cause what I ultimately want is my body to feel amazing every day, which is why the celery juice, protocol, I call it so that I can clean out my system. That's what I really want. I want to feel even better than I've ever felt every single day. And what it took for me to actually make that choice and take the time to juice the celery and do all those things. Does it have something to do with time travel? Of course it does. Of course it does. Because when I think about going back to the day that I chose that, I know exactly how horrible I felt. Now, it's not just a memory. I can actually put myself in that position, which means I can rethink the whole thing. Just like I will remember having a sip of coffee today after five days and realizing it was the worst thing I could have ever had. (laughs) Well, I mean, being the fact that I can't get it off my tongue. What is that? What is my body trying to tell me? So when it comes to all the things that you really want, wouldn't you like to know that time travel could change things? Like you could actually utilize the opportunity to go to a particular point on the timeline and change the choices. Would I change the celery juice choice? No. But would I go back about an hour ago when I, or two hours ago when I was committed to finding the coffee and committed to making it? Yes, I would. I would have reminded myself of a few things. Why am I not drinking it? Why did I replace it with celery juice? What is the point of all that? And I would have changed my thought process in the moment. And so that being the smallest thing that I could think of that makes a difference in my life, I can only imagine the big things. I can only imagine how many things I avoid in a day in order to have all the things I want based out of habit, right? So time travel to me is having the ability to go back and shift things on the timeline so that I can head in the direction I want to head have the things I want to have and move forward with the speed at which I would like to move so we're heading into a first break I want you to think about just jot a couple of things down what do you do in the morning what are your habits No, don't think about whether they're good for you or bad for you just write down all of the habitual things from the second that you wake up in the morning like the thoughts you think, what's the first thing you think of when you wake up in the morning? First thing you think about, what's the next thing you do after you think about that thing? Do you think about something else or do you hop out of bed? Or do you hit the snooze button? What's the next thing you do? Do you even have a morning routine? And what is and if you do, what does that look like? Right? So what do you have to drink first thing in the morning? How do you hydrate? Do you have a shower? Like, do you hop out of bed and immediately hop into the shower do you have something to eat? Do you exercise? Do you just get up, throw your clothes on and go to work? <laughs> so I want you to write down the things big or small that you do out of habit in the morning. Just the first, like we're just talking about the first part of your day. And then when you come back after the break, we're going to lean into how time travel connects with all those things and how those things can be tightened and changed if you want to change them and, uh, and alter them so that we can change the trajectory of your life from that space. So I know I talked about coffee and I know that's a lo- something for a lot of people. So maybe that's what you do too. Same as me. Anyway, Jen, take us into a break. Uh, you're listening to the Crossroads to Awakening show with Wendy Pocket, and we're talking about time travel and coffee. How much fun is that? <laughs> See you in a minute. If you could wave a magic wand, and have your life be anything
0: you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth-conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Pocket knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now because you're at the crossroads to awakening. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform Crossroads to Awakening Show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at
1: inspirechoicesnetwork.com. Now back to the program. Okay, everybody, welcome back. So, did you write down those few things that you do in the morning that are absolute habits? Things you just maybe can't live without? I mean, I totally would have said coffee was that thing for me. (laughs) until now I realize it's not. And I'm highly aware of the timeline that I may have shifted in choosing that because even now, what used to be the most flavorful, yummy coffee I used to have in the morning and look forward to drinking now tastes like cardboard and want to scrape it off my tongue. So um, when we're talking about modern day time travel, well, I look back at what I would have had done different in that moment, right? Instead of spending all that time hunting for the coffee and drinking it. And I know it sounds irrelevant, but it's not because if that's just one thing that I do, what are the bigger things that I'm missing? Like what I, what's in the gap for me when it comes to creating the life that I want, because I keep habituating things that aren't working for me, things that really aren't in alignment. And I'm just doing them out of habit, no matter what, because that's just what I do. And I really just can't live without, without it. Because I say I can't. What I've learned today is that all that stuff is bullshit. All of it. Every single statement is an absolute lie. I proved it to myself on accident because my commitment to my health was greater than my um, desire to hold on to a habit, right? Which was potentially detrimental to me. So it may seem like it doesn't truly matter, but it does. When I look at what that creates with modern day time travel what if i could now decide to go back i'm going to go back to that moment i'm going to shift what i could have done right not what i did do but what i could have done to from now on this is what my life looks like right i'm not going to even get rid of the coffee in my house being that i'm the only one who drinks it i may even get rid of the coffee maker as well or i'll throw it downstairs with the rest of the you know mechanical things that we don't use in the current moment and literally not have it in my life ever again, unless I go, you know, somebody takes me to a Starbucks or something where it's in my face, giving myself the opportunity to shift that. So what would I do going back to that moment? I would say, you know what? there's probably a reason why I'm not seeing it and it's all good. What can I have instead? (laughs) Very simple choice, right? For that seemingly small thing, but this isn't something that I created myself, the thought of like going back and changing it. There's a lot of coaching aspects to that, right? What could I done different? What was in the gap for me? Um, What do I want to create and how could I have changed it so that I could have that? That's fine. Those are all coaching aspects. When it comes to time travel, um, I'm always talking about a meditation being time travel. You can go anywhere in any time, even places you didn't even know were possible when you're in a meditative state. Now meditative state, if you've been listening to a lot of these shows, you can be an alpha. It's like, what is the example when you're driving to say your mom's house and you've been there 300,000 times, and you don't even know sometimes how you get there because you begin driving, knowing you're headed there, you're listening to the radio or a podcast, or I don't know, singing a song, whatever you're doing. And the next thing, you know, you're pulling into a driveway and you're wondering how the heck did I get here? I don't even remember like driving here. That's because you put yourself in, into a uh, state of, of alpha, which is also a meditative state, a very light meditative state where you can create things outside of time, which is why it feels like you got in the car and suddenly you're pulling in your, you know, your parents' driveway. For me, it's my mom who was like 40 minutes away right? For me to get in the car and then be pulling in her driveway and having 40 minutes go by instantaneously, uh, that's time travel to me. That's a forward moving time travel where we're actually spending time, right? Looking at knowing how long it takes to get there, having driven in a million times, and then just creating a space where we can't even recall the last 40 minutes while we were driving. It almost feels dangerous. And I'm certain that you're present and conscious in some way, although it just eliminates that whole time aspect. So for me, modern day time travel is giving yourself the ability to go into a meditative state of some form, potentially not while you're driving. This should say always not while you're driving, never go, never go into a meditative state while you're driving. I mean, I know it happens by accident, but <clears throat> deliberately going into a meditative state and allowing yourself to go places you've never gone before and activate timelines that currently aren't available to you because you're not seeing them, right? I actively chose a healthier timeline, which eliminated the one thing that was causing me some grief, and I didn't even realize it, to feel better. <clears throat> and I got to acknowledge it by inviting it back in somehow. I don't even know where that habit came from, but it popped in. I must have done something that was also habitual, and it created that thought, the the train of thought that it usually follows, right? If there's a bunch of cars on the track and they all follow each other all the time, it's kind of the same thing. You're staring at the back of the same train. So I could have done something that caused me to remember that, oh yeah, now coffee would be good, right? (laughs) Just a habituated thought. So the thought train, I call it. Anyway, maybe in your life, you're looking at all these habits that you wrote down that you do in the morning and you're thinking, yeah, these are habits. I couldn't really live without them. That's how I function in the morning. That's how I get around. That's how I live my life. Uh, I said the same thing. And all those things are not true. That whole statement is not true. You're making it the reason why you don't get to change things. And what you don't realize is that it is literally the key to unlocking everything you do want. Right? When you want something, it's not because you're doing the same thing over and over and over again to get it. When you want something, it's about being open to the possibilities and entering the gateway or the doorways to new places, new things, new habits per se, or new experiences that will get you there. So for me, it's no longer having coffee. And my when I thought about that, my brain went to like, what else will I drink? I don't drink anything with flavor, really. I drink sparkling water and flat water, and they only if they happen to have a flavor. Or if I happen to add one, one of the the herbal tinctures or something, I don't have anything else with flavor. I used to say that coffee was the flavor. It was the only like flavorful thing. Uh, Maybe it was, and maybe it was really, really good when I was having it, or maybe I made that up, right? Because I'm drinking the same coffee. It was only five days prior. How could it taste horrible five days later based on a choice? Well, new timeline, right? And this timeline that coffee does not taste good. My body does not want it. And it's not going to be something that is in my world for long because it's not serving me that I know. And, um, why would I, it's like, you know, eating for me, and this is no offense to anyone who likes liver, but I don't like the taste of liver. I don't like the taste of a lot of meats, but I don't like the taste of liver. Why would I eat liver if I didn't like the taste of it for no reason at all? (laughs) So, I get to bring this back around to what we're really speaking into which is meditation. In modern day time travel to me is meditation. Where do I get to go with this? Right? Now that I'm saying like wow, I made up how I function in my day and if something's not working, guess whose fault it is? Right? It's mine. Nobody else's. Not because somebody doesn't like like the way I'm doing things or, you know, it's not working for someone else or um there's no there's no one in the way no one can create my reality for me only i can make those choices so if i am in a life that i'm not happy with no matter what it looks like even if it is with my physical body in this instance i was not happy with how i was feeling i'm the only one that created that and i'm also the only one that can change it right no one can change it for me um no one can tell me what to do and have it be the only way I get to still make choices. I can listen and I can hear someone, but I still have a choice there. It's just like the coffee. My husband was instantaneously able to see the coffee right in front of me. I literally, he was standing behind me. I was facing the cupboards. He was staying behind me, also facing the cupboards. And I said, I don't, I'm not able to see it. And he's like, it's right there. Like, obviously I can't see where he's pointing because he's staying behind me. And I literally could not see it. I said, please walk up and point to it because it was not in my reality, mine, my reality It was in his, and he doesn't even drink coffee, right? I mean, he will, if we go out somewhere, but it wasn't in mine and we are in the same room together. That's interesting right? So in that timeline, coffee didn't mean anything to me. It also didn't mean anything to him. In a timeline just prior to that, with the last five days, it did mean something to me. So by not having it, I created the habit of not having it and also the having habit of not needing it, right? So also looking at those things. So I'm going to get to the time travel piece soon enough because it's going to change everything. It is all connected. These seem like really small things until you look at what you're actually creating in your life. Why things are happening the way they're happening. They aren't happening by themselves. I'll tell you that much. You're in absolute creation of your life and your experience of it. And all those things get to change. All those things can change. And I know I just leaned into the medium space of meditation not because it's medium but because that is the space where we function at a lot of the time without realizing it but the higher level space of choice we can go in with that into a meditation and actually change things on purpose we can actually go back to timelines look at the timelines make a different choice and then come out of a meditation with the the new timeline in our hands and be living it that's how easy it is it is extremely possible and there is a lot of science behind That thought process as well, but I don't call it science because science is incomplete in that way for me. So let's go into our second break, and while you're on this break, I want you to really now look again, take a second look. Are there other things that you do habitually every day with your business, workplace, or your family? You do them all the time, expecting that that's just the way things are done, and really, it's only you that decided. Right And really in this timeline, it doesn't right. So we get to change those things and move forward. So on our way into this break, write down all the things that you can now see that you habituate with your family, your work, right? Your business. And We'll see you in a minute. We'll be right back. It's a Crossroads to Awakening show. If Just you never could wave a magic awaken. wand
0: and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth-conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Pocket knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now because you're at the Crossroads to Awakening. This is the Crossroads to Awakening show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at
1: inspirechoicesnetwork.com. Now back to the program. Okay, now we're back. So let's lean into, I know, maybe you're writing things down and maybe you're not, and that's okay. And we really get to be honest with ourselves about what we're creating because there's not a lot in my reality that I'm not happy with. If I really sit down and look at it and that's how I came to the conclusion with my body, that's the thing that gets to shift, right? With my health, because when I'm not functioning at peak optimization, in my opinion, excuse me, there's something in the way. And so I started to do research and that's how I discovered, you know, the celery juice and, reducing the coffee or eliminating the coffee. Now the timeline jump that got created also created other things in my reality that I didn't even realize. It opened up a possibility for me to see my business differently, to see my friends and family differently, newer people I haven't spoke to. And I say new, but I have, you know, people that I know new conversations got sparked on that timeline hop. Because when I chose a different trajectory, I was no longer going down the space where I'm going to not feel well or I'm going to manage this poorly from where I was actually creating from, which was the case for me but things are going to be different and my life opened up in very many ways. Once I shifted that timeline and chose other things, it became a habituated experience for me to then wake up in the morning and juice, you know, 16 to 20 ounces of celery juice every morning. Now, it's only been a few days, but I'll tell you I can't not do it. I've decided now that that is something that's going to be in in my, you know, morning routine. And There's even, I've even instilled a piece of guilt if I don't do it. I know that because I'm even waking up this morning. I couldn't decide whether I wanted water or celery juice first. How many times do you even give yourself permission to even have that choice? Or do you fly through your day with reckless abandon thinking it's all about money, right? Yes, money makes the world go round. It certainly makes our lives easier. And if you don't have a joyful experience on this planet, you won't last long. Either that or you will last long and be miserable every single step of the way. So wouldn't it be nice to be able to go back and change some things? I'm just speaking about five days ago. But what I'm really leaning into, if you've stuck with me thus far in this show, in this episode, you can go back decades. In fact, you can go back to the day you were born or beyond that in order to shift what's truly in the way. And to be able to do that, you get to see what's possible for you and seeing timelines that are beside you, in front of you, behind you, all over the place, right? Timelines that you're not even living in. You get to see them and then experience yourself in those timelines to see what's actually working. So here's what it looks like. So, you're, we're just going to speak into the health thing for me, because it's the the thing that's on my plate currently. If I would have known that this is where I would be at the beautiful age of 50, um, managing my health with too much coffee and what the repercussions of that timeline created. If I knew that when I chose that, or even before, long before that, when I had created multiple opinions about coffee, right? When everyone says, it's not good for you and you can decide that it is or it isn't, whatever that looks like, would I go back and change it? Yes, I would. Yeah, I would give myself an opportunity to go change it. Why? Because I am an energetic energy being living in a human experience with a body that responds to my thoughts. So of course, I would go into a meditative state I would request to see a timeline where I didn't choose coffee as one of my vices, right? I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. I don't, none of those things currently. I also drink a lot of coffee and that to me is a big deal. I also don't do sugar. So there's not a lot I don't do. I used to give myself that excuse. Okay. I don't do all those things. Therefore I can do coffee and it's not a big deal. That's my permission. I would go back. I would say, show me a timeline in a meditation. This in in a meditation is simply going in and requesting to see or experience a timeline where I didn't choose coffee to be my realm. I also didn't choose all the things, the other things that I don't choose, like drinking or smoking or drugs or any of those things. And what does my experience look like? What does it look like? And I would allow myself to go there. It's almost like a dream state. Because you consciously are aware that you're traveling. You're consciously aware that it's currently not your experience, and you're just dipping your toe in to see. Now, I would most, I would guess, this is a guess, that I would see a life that's not too much different than what it looks like now. Maybe. I don't know whether my, you know, my physical being would look different, like my body would look a little different, maybe, or maybe I would be, you know, a workout person. I don't even know. I don't know. I imagine that it would look very similar to this timeline, but with significant differences um in other ways. But I'm open to knowing what those things actually look like. So I would ask to see that. So just imagine yourself and going into meditation. I mean, for for you beginners, um, you can just attempt to imagine yourself going into a deep state meditation where you're not no longer aware of your body. You're just in the space and you choose to experience yourself with in a timeline with no coffee. For me, that's what it would be. No coffee, no, no coffee, no tea, no alcohol, no smoking, no drugs, no whatever. And see what your life looks like. Now, when I, I can go there now, actually, while we're in this space. And when I go there, what's really interesting is I am actually a very big neat freak. <laughs> I never expected that. I just decided I was going to take a peek while we were in the show to look at the timeline and what I experienced. And so for those of you who have been following me for long enough, I can see timelines and I could see all the things that get in our way. I can also see um, multiple aspects of reality in the same timeline so that you can make different choices and choose from different spaces. So if you want to know more about that, find me uh, at wendypocket.com and we'll talk about it. But for the the, uh, episode we're in today, a modern day time travel, for me, that's what it is. It's going into a meditative state, which you can do and learn to do at any given time of the day on purpose. And then more often I do it for clients than I do any for anyone else, especially not myself. But while we're in here, I took a bit of a peek at the timeline and the timeline that I looked at with like none of those, uh, vices for my body was, um, a neat freak. (laughs) I find that funny because I'm so far from a neat freak in this moment and how my life would look. And what I see is a whole, house that is perfect in every way everything's cleaned and tidied and put exactly where it gets to be it's so organized and beautiful and it's funny because in this the time the current timeline I'm in uh, I actually crave that but the timeline I'm looking at actually is that but the difference being what I know for sure is that what what that created was an addiction or not an addiction I guess a, a habit or um, you know, uh, I guess, a, a, an attachment to being that way, to being the cleanest person in the room, to being, you know, all over the cleanliness of my house and then not having anything else. Like I didn't have any other vices. So that was it. It was that vice. So I actually see where I made being a neat freak Something that I was attached to. I want to say addiction because coffee seemed like an addiction to me, but um, that's what it would look like. And I could see similar issues with with other things. So not necessarily with my health, because I can see that um, it looks like there's a yoga room or something. So yoga is a part of my life in that timeline. And there's I can see the kitchen. There's a lot of like vegetable, there's juicers, there's all kinds of things. So clearly health is something that I chose in a different aspect. And I also noticed that there are other things that I had chose to lean into as my habit, the things I could never live without. And it looks like the cleanliness or the obsessiveness. Let's just say that because most people love clean. Yes, of course. And there is an obsessiveness of the cleanliness of my house. So, and that impacts other people. I had Two parents for neat freaks, so I know what that looks like, Um, and which could potentially, you know, be the cause of my choice in this reality. However, there's always something else. So knowing that timeline, I can actually make choices based on what I see there. So I can ask more questions while I'm in there to see um, other things, just to give myself um, details and data, which is all it is, into whether I like to shift that timeline. In this travel that I did right and have some fun with it and decide, well, what would that look like if I chose that reality right now? How would my, how would it impact my husband or my son or my family or my life or my business? I can lean into all those spaces and play there. And then if it's, I can ask what would get in the way? What would be the things that I didn't like? What would be the things that would cause me to be um, unhappy? I could address all those things in that timeline. And then potentially potentially I could come back here and like when I come out of the meditative state with all this data and shift the timeline. How cool is that? So we're just going to jump into a break. I'm going to re log back in because my internet is interesting today and we'll speak into what does it look like to actually go into a new timeline and how can you consciously choose that? And I do know how, and I will share it with you. So We will hop into a break right now and I'll be right back.
0: If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multimillion dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to, That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the Crossroads to Awakening. This is the Crossroads to Awakening show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room
1: at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. Now back to the program. Okay, thanks for that quick pause again after that. Internet such a beautiful thing, isn't it? So anyway, uh, let's dive back into the fun possibility that we have to move into a different timeline And let me remind you what we did. We did what I call modern day time travel. We actually time traveled from this timeline in this reality that I'm speaking to you in now into a new timeline or a different timeline where I didn't have the vice of coffee my whole life. I didn't choose that. I know I can look back and see I chose that when I was working in the restaurant industry because that's what everyone did. And you didn't get any sleep back then. So I just chose that as a vice to lean into. I remember the moment I chose it. Anyway, moving into the space where I can see now what my life looks like, is actually pretty exciting. Because when you know, and I do, and that's why, <laughs> that's why it's probably a little more exciting to me. But you get to see this for yourself. To see this possibility for yourself. I just looked into a timeline where I don't have... Um, the coffee addiction or any kind of um, I didn't do any other kind of vices that impact my body. We're speaking, you know, into those kind of things. And my attachment to or potential like habituated experience would was going to be in or should say was going to be what I'm looking at it is actually in uh, being a neat freak, like and there's an obsessiveness there. So it's an obsessive neat freak. So what I would want to do is lean into and look at is this actually, um, you know, am I obsessive about it? Like, is it, is it an issue where I would, I would get to source support? Or is it just an absolute, like, need to be, have everything organized and just so, so that I could create a life? And what does my life look like? So, um, funnily enough, I've never went here before. So, this is kind of fun, leaning into the space where I'm actually seeing it. And what I'm seeing is, like everything is pristine and clean, so I'm looking at countertops that are all like white marble. So there's not a speck of anything anywhere. Everything's very close to being white. Um, what I want to, I don't see anyone in it. That's, but I have not even asked to go there yet. So know this: when you're in, you can learn to be in a meditative state to access this easily. I can teach you that. There's a lot of meditative, you know, meditation teachers I can teach you. Um, I absolutely, you know have a course that you can learn how to do that but you can do it with your eyes open or closed right which is a psychic capacity of being able to see so um, and that's possible as well for most people but if you're just starting out you can lean into the space of learning what meditation is and then slowly move yourself into moving timelines in this moment the capacity I have I can meditate eyes open or eyes closed and because I'm speaking with you I'm actually eyes open in that meditative state with which is just changing the frequencies of your brain in order to have a different experience. And then moving into my requested uh, timeline, different timeline from this one, which doesn't have the addiction of coffee in it. And it doesn't also have like alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, any of those things. When I don't choose any of those, like I'll call them vices per se. I see that I have chosen a neat freakness. <laughs> I also am looking how I know that is because the first when I requested to see it, what I saw was this, I was standing in the kitchen and there was this really clean, clean house. And I don't mean like, oh, that's lovely. It's clean. <laughs> I mean, like showroom, you know, sparkling clean every day, almost like no one lives there kind of clean. That's kind of creepy a little bit. And it would be lovely, but I don't even know how that's possible, So, which leads me to believe, leads me to believe that that potentially could be an issue. But I want to look at who else, when I ask who else is in my reality or um, what does my business life look like, all those pieces of that timeline are available for me to look at. It's just a matter of playing and asking those questions and being open to see something that you've never seen before. So that's what's available to you. If you are open to wanting to shift something, I'm leaning into this thinking, yeah, I'd absolutely shift myself into that timeline as long as when I play around in there, I see that it's not something crazy because that could occur, right? I could shift myself into it or ste- even step myself into it. That's possible too, but it is absolutely a choice, right? Right. So what I'm getting at is modern day time travel is the ability to see something differently and then make choices based on what you now know on the data that you've sourced for yourself. So do you want to go back? Will it change? Um, will you change absolutely everything in your reality? Not really. Right. There's so many parallel uh, timelines that will it look can you like completely flip flop it? I don't believe that there is a belief systems powerful enough in this moment in order for you to access that. And there are people on the planet who can. Okay. So I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm saying, you know, we're talking into what, what we all have access to right now. What I can teach you is to get there. To so actually, if you have never learned how to meditate properly before for yourself, and when I say properly, I mean, actually um, allow yourself to be in meditation, not, You know, judge yourself or what you think it should look like, then reach out to me. Hop in, hop onto wendypocket.com and message me. We'll get you started. But look into what this type of experience will gift you. Instead of looking at it from the woo woo perspective oh, it's meditation. Who has time for that? Give yourself permission to play and have some fun and imagine a life where you have a lot of things that you think are missing. Because right when I can circle this all the way back to the coffee experience this morning or earlier today with my husband, I literally could not see it. I mean, could not. It wasn't there until he wandered in front of me because I requested it, pointed at it. I looked at him. I looked where his finger was pointed and there it was. Was it there when I was looking? It was not there. I did not see it there. So, You can live in a space of dual choice. I then made the choice to lean back into the coffee train, right? So where are we doing that for ourselves all the live long day? If you knew that time travel could change some of the things in your reality because you access data that showed it to you so you could make sense of it in this human experience, would you not want it? Of course you would. I mean, or maybe you wouldn't, maybe you're completely satisfied with where you're at. And that is awesome, too. I have no judgment for any of it. But what I do have is the availability and the possibility for you to see something different. So you can choose something different. Or if you chose something different, you keep falling back into a habituated experience. Perhaps we get to see what it looks like when you choose something different. So I have a couple of people in mind when I say that out loud. And uh, I'll be reaching out to them because I know what's truly possible for them. And it's also possible for you right? You're not alone in this, in this reality ever, ever. Your experience is individuated, right? And you could be an, an individuated experience with a community, but you are still creating from that space, right? So you can still be in connection and communication with other people. So this whole episode on modern day time travel is giving you the ability to see something different. And let me tell you once the truth of what I'm saying permeates your consciousness, Once you've heard it, you can't unlearn it because the truth resonates, right? The truth resonates as true and you know it and you don't know how you know it and you don't know why because you might want to think something else, but the truth is. And so because of that, you have choice, you have possibilities, and you have the opportunity to shift and change the way you experience your reality. And I would love to support you with that. So make sure you reach out so we can create that together. Modern day time travel is my favorite, absolute favorite way to do this. And, you know, you were just witness to me seeing what I would look like with me without coffee. So let us I get to dive into what the neat freak looks like. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> anyway, so we're coming to the end of the show. And it really is so much fun to be in this open space of possibility where I can create with you or co-create with you all of this information that comes through from the multiverse through me to you via these episodes so that you could have choice in your reality so you could choose something different so you can learn to love your life in the way that you know you can and I say learn because maybe you're on a timeline where you're not allowing yourself to and we can shift that that's easy So anyway, I really appreciate you. And I'm so much in gratitude for you. Thank you so much for making it the entire hour with me here on the Crossroads to Awakening show. I'm Wendy Pocket, and I absolutely am in gratitude for you. Let's time travel together. Hit me up on wendypocket.com. We'll see you shortly. Have a great day.
0: Thank you for choosing to listen to the Crossroads to Awakening radio show. Windy Pocket will return next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We look forward to you joining us again. Until then, enjoy your journey and we'll meet you at the crossroads.